0: My, without further ado, we back, we back, we back. Uh another wisdom Wednesday talk. I am Sans. I'm a guide, which is an acronym that stands for generate, uplift, inspire, develop, and empower. I guide you through loss into living inspired every day forever because that's life back this Wednesday missed the last Wednesday I was at a conference in Austin Texas uh the biggest blockchain conference um in North America I believe they say in the world so I missed last week so this week I kind of been going back and forth with this um as the title says, uh, what the fuck is your problem? This week, clearly you can't see. Um, I want to talk about how we trust so much in our sight that it actually makes us blind. I kind of been going back and forth. I do this, I do this all the time. Uh, and I, I know there are others who can relate to this you're like I'm about to do a thing and then it's time to do the thing and you're like ah, I don't know if I'm going to do the thing or you start to let other things come in the way and there's this this doubt that arises that well you know, maybe it's too late or ah, you're too tired Uh, It's not, the lighting isn't right. The sound isn't right. It's always something. It's always something. And so noticing that in myself, I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? You know, it's always going to be something. So let's turn. Don't allow something to be nothing. Let's make something out of nothing, honestly. Don't allow that something that'll arise, allow you to do nothing. Cause yeah. there's always gonna be something. You, you can't stop that. And so here we're all about inspiring. Like I said, in my intro, I'm a guy. I generate, uplift, inspire, develop, and empower you through loss to living, inspire every day forever because that's life that doesn't allow us to make excuses for why we're not going to do something you just got to do it ain't nothing to it but to do it so that's me as an example I don't want to limit myself or let's put it like this how can I Limit myself and then tell you to be unlimited, to live, you know, inspired if I'm not going to do that same thing. So here we, we practice what we preach, but more importantly, we preach what we practice. Um, so starting off in leading straight into the, to the talk for, for this week is again, clearly you can't see. We focus so much on what we can see. In fact, we try to trust so much in that which we see that it gets to the point where I don't believe it if I'm not seeing it. Um, That's that's no good because it negatively affects us. Um, If you only trust in what you see, when you look in the mirror, you see yourself. You see you have you know, two eyes, a nose, a mouth, ears, all the physical properties, and you believe that that's what makes you, you. Like, because you have those extremities, the two arms, two legs, two eyes, a nose, a mouth, um, that's me. So, if you took one of those things away, you would feel less than. If you only have one arm, you'll feel less than, yet not understanding that that's only a physical side of you. What you cannot see is inside. You can't see your heart. You can't see your lungs. You can't see your liver. You can't see your stomach. Yet you know that they're there. Or at least you you trust that they're there, right? If you put your hand on your heart you can feel your heartbeat, that kind of gives you comfort that gives you comfort that you know what my heart is still there but if you didn't feel that, you question even if <laughs> even if you were still breathing you'd be like oh, my my heart I don't feel a heartbeat. I've actually seen that happen. It's, it's kind of funny we we panic that way um so you feel your heartbeat, but if you put your hand on your head, do you feel your brain? so how do you know you have a brain I know a lot of people are like come on man this is ridiculous like everybody has a brain do they does everybody have a brain and if so how do you know that everybody has a brain in their skull the way that you know that is because you're trusting in Something you're trusting in, you know, medicine doctors over time that have said, like, this is what your brain looks like. You have a brain up here, you have this, this, and that. Because honestly, we've never seen any of this. Somebody told us we have two lungs, we got a liver, kidney, heart. You have never seen it, and that's like, um. If you ever seen a movie, The Wizard of Oz, they were all going down this yellow brick road to see the Oz for something. One of them was going for a heart, one of them wanted a brain, you know, courage, whatever it is. After watching the movie, there's obviously a moral to that story and if nobody's ever seen it, I don't want to ruin it. If you haven't seen The Wizard of Oz, that's kind of To me, that's kind of strange because this movie has been out for such a long time and it's a staple in society, but even still, even still. So I don't want to ruin that, but there's a moral to that story. Simply just want to highlight the fact that they were going to the all-powerful Oz to receive something that they didn't have, or they believed they didn't have, brain, heart, courage, whatever. So if we are here and we know for sure you know I've I've got a brain I've got a heart I've got these things honestly how do you know for sure other than the fact that you're trusting in Something you can't see. And that's kind of... That's where the focus is going to be for this conversation. Because clearly you can't see. And I don't think we recognize... How hypocritical our existence can be. Like you trust... You use your eyes to see things and you trust that, okay, what I'm seeing is buildings, this car, my hands, you know, that means I exist or that means that they're real. Yet at the same time, you don't believe in things if you cannot see them. Simultaneously, you trust in things that you cannot see. Like I said, you trust in the fact that you have a brain, a heart, that you have all these organs inside your body, that they're there even though you cannot see them. And simultaneously, you don't trust in things that you cannot see, even though they tell us that majority of the world exists outside of our vision. So we're trusting in the most limited part of us and we misunderstand the most advanced part of our existence. Trusting in only what we see is why we are misled, because when you get, imagine like when you get in an airplane and you get high enough in the air, the ground is no longer visible. Do you all of a sudden believe that the ground doesn't exist? Of course not. That's ridiculous, right? Because you just left the ground. So that experience you had, you're like, no, I I know that the ground is still down there. I'm just elevated high enough to where I cannot see it anymore. Because you're this is where like you're using logic. Like logic tells me the ground is there. I just left that. It didn't disappear. I'm now in the sky. The plane is going to land. This is what you're trusting in. But what if the plane didn't land? What if you were on a plane that could literally fly for like a week straight or what if you lived in the sky like in some of these movies after a while you would forget about the ground because your experience is no longer down there your experience is up in the sky you would talk about the ground or let's just say maybe three generations from now they would talk about what it was like On the ground, the same way that we talk about ancient societies and what they could have been like because we're reading these stories, but we have no experience of that. We weren't there. We're trusting in somebody else's word that it happened, somebody else's story, somebody else's vision, what they saw. So if if we are walking in our lives right now and we're trusting in our sight and everything that we see, yet we also don't believe in the unseen, yet we read history books about things we've never seen and we believe that. We can't see it. You have no experience. So then what goes into you accepting that? Like, how do you accept that as fact, as valid? If you yourself, just as an individual, don't trust what you don't see. It doesn't matter. Like, this is our big fight with religion. It's like, you can't see God. Yet you're like, it's it's there. There is God, there is there are angels, there are, you know, spirits, there's whatever you want to call it. But you can't see in any of these things. Yet for some reason we trust in it. That's because we're based in that. In that belief, not a knowing, we're based in a belief. We're comforted by what we see. And we can touch these things, so we're like, you know what, that's real. Okay, I understand that. Yet this is all rooted in yourself. Because to not trust what you see for me, in my opinion, that means you distrust yourself. Because you got to use your eyes to see everything. The moment you trust in yourself, you close your eyes and you walk. And you're not worried. do they say walk by faith and not by sight. So they tell you to walk by faith and not by sight. It is to trust in the things that you cannot see you can't control everything and this is what sight does because you can see everything you want to control everything yet there are times where you gotta let go of the wheel there are times where you have to believe in something greater yet if you don't trust yourself it's hard to believe you, You can't close your eyes for fear of what I can't see. It's where the dark come in play. You're like, I'm scared of the dark. Don't cut the lights off because I can't see. Yet it is that that you cannot see that also brings you the most comfort. And when you begin to understand that, that sight to that control and you want to control because you don't trust within yourself the problem then that we have to address is us you have to build that now to build that trust within yourself and say even though I can't see it I'm not going to elect I'm not going to allow that to deter me. You have to anchor yourself in your experiences. So basically the same way that you use all your senses or the same way we're supposed to use all our senses, that is what allows you to have a full experience, fully experience life. And if you're negating one of these senses, then this is where we run into these problems. And I see where, for the most part, we're not using our full capability anymore. And we're just relying on the one thing. And this is causing internal turmoil. And that is just being expressed outwardly with anger, with fear, doubt. And we have to get back to the unknown, the things we cannot see, the walking by faith and not by sight. That is where you are the freest. That's where you are the fullest. That's where you are at your best. It's when you're not worried about the things that you can or cannot see. Where you are just believing in something. Believing in yourself to a point where it's like, you're weird. You're awkward. People question, like how, how do they do that? Like, what are you doing? It's almost uncomfortable to be around you. Because you just know, like, listen, it's gonna it's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. We're gonna keep going. And so many of us want to have assurances, like, no, you must show me that it's gonna be there. I don't trust it. and and That locks you out. If you only, for instance, right now in society, at this day and age, we talk a lot about mindfulness, meditation, visualization, things like that. They, there are sayings that we grew up with that we may have misunderstood where it's like, you gotta see it to believe it. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Those things, those sayings that we, we believed in, they were not based in the physical presence. To believe, if you believe it, you can achieve. That said nothing about Um, doing something physical. It only said, if you believe, that's it. You didn't physically have to do anything for that. You didn't physically have to see anything for that to happen. You just had to believe. And so right now we're being, I, I believe that we're at this point where, like I said, meditation is huge. Mindfulness is huge. Visualization is huge. Because we've gotten to the point where we're so physical, we've lost the mental, spiritual component. Everything is so physical now. Everything. To the point where now we're having to be taught how to relinquish that. We're having to be taught to close our eyes and trust in the things you cannot see, to project and see yourself already doing something. And it's no surprise that we struggle with that because that is rooted in you. Do you believe in yourself? Do you trust in yourself enough to be able to see yourself doing something, being something? achieving something or do you not trust in yourself and you have to physically have that to believe it. I need a physical degree to believe that I'm smart. I need a raise to believe that, you know, I made it that I've accomplished something. I need certificates. I need pieces of paper. I need something physical where it's a house, a car, uh, a spouse, children without any of that i don't believe that i'm successful that i'm intelligent that i'm anything because what do i have to show for it just thinking about that personally that's stressful because if i have to physically have something to physically show you something every time just so you can understand or accept that that's exhausting. It's like, can I see your ID so I can know you're real, who you are? Can I see your ID? Can I see your ID? It's like, you I'm telling you who I am. You're experiencing that. How are you not trusting in the things that you're experiencing? How are we both trusting and not trusting at the same time? earlier I said you don't see anything inside your body unless you know you don't see anything inside your body so we're trusting in that where is it where do we get our validation from then that those things are actually there and how come none of us are even asking that question like you know what, I, I don't know if I have <laughs> these things, this this liver, this kidney. I want to see what it looks like. Where does this trust that we have in the outside come from? And where did these distrust, where does the distrust of us on the inside come from? It's the inside of us, again, not visible? just like majority of everything in existence and we trust less in ourselves and we trust more outside i see you so i trust in you tell me what to do Um, if i tell you listen trust yourself oh no, no no i can't do that i can't see myself We're all looking in third person. I see my hands. If I look in a mirror, I see myself. So if we all saw ourselves, would we trust ourselves more? Because we can see each other. Is that why we trust outside of ourselves? I don't believe it. It matters necessarily how we talk about it, whether whatever name, whatever moniker we associate, whether you say God, Jesus, spirits, ancestors, any of that. It's only what you believe. It's only what you personally believe. And this is where a lot of our problems arise because I want to challenge what you believe. Well, why do you believe that? Why don't you believe this? Why do you believe in God? Why don't you believe in God? We often challenge others for their beliefs, but we don't challenge ourselves for our disbelief. We just literally accept it and we say, "Well, you know, I'm gonna believe in this because it's taught to me because I live in this country." Um, and then we challenge other people and we say, "Well, you're not right because you believe in that and I don't, so you're wrong." Yet, if you don't believe in yourself. how do you know right from wrong anyway a lot of people will talk about belief and they'll say well I don't I don't like that belief thing because you know you don't know and so if you take away belief you're stuck with knowing cuz Honestly, belief is like, it's your first step. It's one of your first steps. Belief is one of the first things that you actually do. Even as a child, like belief is the one thing you have. You don't know as a child. So if we took away belief and we go with what we know, the most limiting thing That's where we get into all this trouble. Everybody knows so much we want to know and trust in what we know. The things that you know are very limited. The things that you can believe in are unlimited. Look at look at look at our cultures. There are people, I mean, we grew up believing in everything Santa Claus, Easter Bunnies, dragons, vampires, all of these things. Like your belief is so advanced. But then you limit it because you're like, no, I don't know that. Or I know this. I know (laughs) that that doesn't exist. Do you? Do we truly know that these things don't exist? It, It really, in my mind, it puts, it's like the chicken and the egg type of thing, which came first. And we debate about this all day. Because you don't know. It's about what you believe. And then you're arguing that point as if you know. Well, the egg came first because you can't do this. The chicken came first because how can you have a chicken without an egg? And it's like, what do you believe? Because you don't know anything. You can't prove that. You can't prove that the chicken or the egg came first because there's stories of both. There's Biblical stories where, boom, people started. There's um, in other cultures, there's stories where an egg was hatched. And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to each individual. It's going to come down to where your belief lies. And your belief has to lie within yourself. It has to be structured. You have to both understand that your sight is is it's like a tool. It can give you better understanding into things, but you can't trust it. A hundred percent. You can't put all your trust into your sight. Because what happens if you don't have it? What happens if you cannot physically see? I think that's very interesting because majority of us we can see, so we never think about that. And I, I see it as the fact that there are people that are without sight, that are blind, yet they don't just die off. They adapt to that. Now, whether you have a person who lost their sight. So now they kind of already knew what things were and how things looked. But the person who may be born that way, they never could see, never could physically see if they can visualize. you cannot really see but they can visualize what is that life like is it any less thrilling than yours or than ours because you can see i don't i don't believe so because the fact that they cannot see creates a different ability for them Other senses may be enhanced because they lost the ability to see. Their touch is enhanced. Their smell is enhanced. Hearing is enhanced. The other senses boost up to benefit because you lack one of them. And one of the most powerful things is like they can still visualize You can describe something to them and they can make that picture in their mind, never being able to see it before. And what we'll say is how? Because there's that trust thing again. How can they, how, if they've never seen it, how can you visualize it? How can you, how do you think we got automobiles, planes, buildings? Right now you have architects, drawing up concepts for things that don't exist. Where did that come from? Where do these stories that we create come from? So a blind person doesn't lack visualization. They may lack the ability to physically see So if you can take away your vision, your physical sight, if you can take away your physical sight, but it does not take away your vision, then when you use your physical sight, are you actually able to envision anything? Because now if meditation is so prominent, what do they tell you? Close your eyes. So to actually visualize, you must close your eyes. You must dim, dampen, take away that ability to physically see things so it doesn't hinder your visualization. And I understand that there's some people who can visualize with their eyes open Some people are naturally born that way. If for the most part, practice allows that ability. So we all have to start by, you know what? Closing your eyes. Being in a nice, quiet, dark place. To get a deeper connection. So in order to go deeper, we take away our ability to see. And you go into the darkness where you're afraid because if you can't see, you don't believe you exist. That you exist on the other side of everything that you can see. For me, that's very powerful because I like to see with my eyes, right? But it took me time to actually get to the point where I am comfortable, comfortable with my eyes closed. I'm relaxed. It took me time to develop actual vision. It took time to believe to the point where you're crazy because I trust more in things that I cannot see than I do the things that I can see. I can see something now and, and that's not what you think it is. I had to look at myself like that first to look at myself and say, I'm not what I see Because at that point in time, I didn't see anything positive. It wasn't until I took away that sight. And I began to go within myself to be in that darkness, to visualize. That my experience changed. And then I began to see myself. But even still with my eyes. I don't see what everybody else sees. I honestly don't know what everybody else sees. And I don't care. Because again, once you break that relation that you have with needing to physically see everything, to physically experience everything, you actually start living. You actually start experiencing. You actually start becoming Yet I'm gonna tell you that it's it's uncomfortable in the beginning because you, you're you're breaking away from something that you're so used to. You're getting out of your comfort zone, and we got so comfortable being in our comfort zone. That's why it's called a comfort zone, right? You're just like, ah, oh, this feels good. That's dangerous. That's very dangerous for us to be in that position. Because things that feel good aren't often the best things for us. Things that feel good don't often give us the results that we need. Things that feel good, they feel good. Things that we see create that feeling. Let go. Close your eyes. And begin to experience then open your eyes and you start to see differently. And as I always say, one step at a time. But That's very much needed for us to become who we're destined to be, for us to get closer to each other. See, we can't physically do that. And we're, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to physically bring each other together. Like if we just do more of this, then it'll, it'll bring more of us together. Or the problem is we don't do this. It's like, no problem is you're doing too much. The problem is you won't just let go, be blind for a day. Have you ever, have you ever even asked yourself, like, or have, maybe most, most of us haven't experienced um, or interacted with somebody who who is blonde, so you don't know what that looks like. Personally, I've I've actually seen this. Um, at my last uh, occupation that I had, there was a gentleman that he was blonde. He had a He had a dog that you know uh, he walked with and the most amazing thing about this was I worked at a at a tech company and I watched this this guy this man every day get dropped off to this building his lab black lab would walk him up to the door he'd get in the door he'd walk to the elevator, get on the elevator go upstairs, and then he code. He was a developer. He was coding. Typing on computer code on a computer. And it just, I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. I just had to go meet this guy one day. Because I was just so amazed. I'm like, here you are, blind. He lost his sight. He wasn't born that way. You're blind. You had to relearn life, how to do things. And he walked with such a conviction, like it was crazy. He never, it was no hesitation. The dog walked in and he trusted it. He'd walked to the elevator and eventually he, you know, knew which side the buttons were on and stuff so you see him feel around but it looked different than people who could actually see when they were walking and they're fumbling over their steps they're not trusting in things and he just calm same speed you know he could walk past you and he'd say good morning and you're like how do you even know i'm here Like we even tried this, we're like, we just stand there and be quiet. No, he knew you were there. Good morning, how you guys doing? And so I would ask him like, how, how do you know I'm here if we don't say anything? And it, it's like, this is just me being, me being a human, I guess you could say, like how silly we are. We ask questions like that, that seem logical in, in our mind. And it's like, I asked him that like, well, how do you, you can't see, man. So I forgot you got other senses and he's like, well, you know, I still can feel, I still can hear, I still can smell. And so I use those things to kind of let me know, like, even though I can't see, I can feel that you're there. You can feel that this started to get crazy for me because it was like, uh, I wasn't, At that time, I wasn't there yet to, to understand energy. I wasn't there yet to understand that there is a world outside of or inside of what we can see. So when he told me that it was like, say that again, explain that to me. This interaction um, is what helped me, it assisted me when I did have those times where maybe I was struggling I always remembered that because he had his struggles too yet the way he did this it was like it was inspiring because it looked effortless it looked effortless and I'm watching people who can see stress out about their phones because they're always seeing some negative news, stress, stress out about just everything that they could see. And here's this man. He gets up, walking into the building. You know, for the most part, his mood was elevated. He, he, I rarely saw him angry, though I did hear like, hey, he's got kind of an angry streak. You didn't. You didn't see it in his demeanor. He wasn't wound up like a lot of us were. And he was just trusting in like, yo, I'm going to get there. Trust in this dog. I trust in the things that I've built around me. But he had a belief. He didn't. He didn't know what we knew because he couldn't see that. So at that moment I started to, you know what? I want to, I want to try that. I used to close my eyes and try to walk around the building, and I kid you not, the moment I, (laughs) the moment you close your eyes, that's when hesitation comes, because I'm like, I see this building every single day. I know where everything is in this building. Yet once I closed my eyes, it was like. I was afraid I was gonna run into something, trip over something. Um, I couldn't even walk in a straight line. I closed my eyes and all of a sudden it's like, every two seconds or every three steps, I'm kind of peeking out. Because I relied so much on my vision, the things that I saw all the time. That Even though I had been in this building every single day, I could tell you where things were with my eyes closed, yet I could not close my eyes and trust that. I knew where things were. The chair is way over by the wall, but when I closed my eyes and took two steps, I thought I would trip over it. It was nowhere near. That was profound for me because it began to show me Or I begin to have to ask myself, so what is it that I believe in there? Do I even trust in myself enough to close my eyes and just walk? So that's an exercise that I do often now. I'll just close my eyes and walk. Or it's two steps, three steps, ten steps, whatever. There's something about that that's both scary <laughs> and empowering at the same time because once you do it, you start to, uh, first of all, you realize how silly you probably look. You walk real slow. It's like one step at a time. you peeking, you are like making sure you're not tripping over nothing, even though you could be in an open field with nothing around. You still swear you're going to Something's going to be there. But once you get past that, you're like, it's almost exciting. You're like, I took 10 steps with my eyes closed. And it develops this internal trust that, you know what? Even if I can't see it, it's going to be all right even if I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow, it's going to be all right. Yesterday was yesterday. Today is today. And tomorrow will be tomorrow. And it's going to be all right. Break away from having to have it. What I mean by having to have it is having to have that validation. That proof. Allow yourself to be the proof. you hear? Because there was a time where you didn't see this day. You didn't know how you were going to get to this day but how did you make it? You did not physically do it yourself. Don't lie to yourself like that. How did you get to this point you're at right now if at one point you could not see it? How did you move to the next moment the next minute the next hour the next day when that thing was so bad so debilitating that you were like i just can't go on and now you're listening to my voice give yourself a pat on the back first of all because you're here you had to do it the way you did it is because you had to trust within to a certain extent and now a lot of us will say you know whatever you want to put on that well no I believe in a higher power that is great we all believe in a higher power the thing is you cannot see that higher power and if you truly understand that higher power you know that that is within you this is why we're all able to connect to it. So everything starts with you. And it starts with what you believe. Because you are what you believe. That's why I say believe, inspire. Because when you believe inspired, everything's probable. It's not even possible anymore. If you understand that you are what you believe, then when you are doubtful, you believe that you can't, that's what you are. You believe you're not good enough, that's what you are. If you believe you are good enough, that's what you are. Your belief will lead to you knowing. Your knowing will lead to you hopefully expressing. So let me clarify that. Let me clean that up a bit. You believe, you know, you understand. And for me, the expression is the wisdom. Is what I believe, then I know. Once I understand it, I command it and express it in my life. Once I understood myself, then I could actually experience and express me. Before that, I knew a lot trust me I well I knew it all didn't know nothing and I knew that I knew it all because I would go around wanting to express my intellect I want to tell you what I know what I know what I know. once I began believing and understanding, didn't matter what I knew anymore. I wasn't as excited to want to debate or argue with you about what you know and what I know. It was just like an experience. And for me, that means walking by faith and not by sight. You just experience. I don't know what this is. I know it feels like I experienced it and then from that experience, then I'll determine, okay, what was that like for me? Before that, I, I don't know. Even before I began this talk today, I didn't know. I had to trust in myself. I had to believe because if I went off what I knew, I wouldn't be talking around. Because in my mind, it's was like, I knew nobody gonna show up, nobody gonna care. I, mean, I, I know that I don't, I, I'm not good at this. Like, It's funny that a lot of things we know about our personal self are negative. Yet the things that we believe we know about outside of ourselves are positive. We think highly of others and less of ourselves. That's why I say we don't we don't know anything. Because when you understand, you realize, damn, you're 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 great. You are great. But do you believe that you are great? So remember at the beginning, I said if you believe you can achieve. If you believe you are great, what will you achieve? I've never seen a person that believed they were great and didn't achieve greatness. I've never seen a person that believed they weren't shit and then they achieved greatness. Mm -mm. Because the fact that you don't believe you're anything, you won't even apply yourself. The fact that you believe you're not anything, you won't even apply yourself. If you don't believe you can get the job, you're not applying for it. If you believe you can get the job, even if your qualifications don't tell you, or somebody says, look, you're not, you don't even have the resume for this job. It don't matter. You can apply anyway. Those are the things that we're in awe about when somebody applies themselves. We didn't believe they were capable or qualified, and they do it anyway. That's what you're in awe about. That's what we relish. That's what we want to be. I wish I could do that. How did he do it? How did she achieve that? You have to believe to the point where, like I said, you are crazy. Because name me any story any time period from any book that didn't start with that type of conviction it didn't start from belief remind yourself daily remind yourself where you came from remind yourself what you've been through that's how you got here. Don't ever forget it. You used to be a baby that could not walk, that could not talk. That didn't know. So what did you do? You observed everything. You picked up, you watched. You just watched and observed. And then all of a sudden, Gaga Goo" turned into Dada, Mama. Yes, no. Now you have full conversation. You crawled, and then you stood up, and you walked, and you fell, and then you got back up. And then at some point, you became an adult, and all of that went away, and you said, I know. And so you stopped truly believing and stopped experiencing. And all I'm saying is, clearly, you can't see. So then feel. So be. Don't rely so much on the one. Sense. Of sight. That it negates. All your other senses. Allow your sight. To be a tool to help you understand. Don't trust in it to the point where you believe more in what you see than what you can be. I always believe that I can keep these um, conversations like short <laughs> and then I get on and I talk and it's like uh, they go longer than expected. And that's okay for me because, again, those expectations. They can can either create limitations or expand us. And this has been an expansion for me because I've never thought. When I knew so much, I I knew I couldn't do this. Believe and I trust within myself. Now I know that I can because the belief came first, then I did it. Now it's like okay, it's concrete. I know that I can do this, and I just want to assist more people in believing what they're capable of to the point where there's no fear to apply yourself. Because I believe you can fly. Don't go jump off a building, please. Don't go jump out of a tree. Do not try this at home. (laughs) But I believe you can fly. So my hope is that we all develop our wings and we fall. I think my, this one out on that note. This was another Wisdom Wednesday. I'm sons Inspire, founder and CEO of Losers Inspire. I'm a guide, which means I generate, uplift, inspire, develop, and empower you to overcome loss and live inspired every day forever because that's life. Thank you for being with me this week. Hope to see you back again next week. Soon I'm going to open this up. Maybe people will come up, talk. We have an open discussion um, because I want to build this community one step at a time thank you all and don't forget you are what you believe believe expires